Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. Check up on them 20 neediest families the Daily Center took care of last Christmas. But we idea that we should find out how they're making out this year. Well, what did you find out about? Well, not just this, Casey. Would you believe it? I went to nine of them places. Most of them are better off than I am myself. Well, what do you mean? Well, just that. Six of the families I visited were living in solid comfort, with the houses fixed up, plenty of food, and stuff like that. Really? Well, it's strange. As I remember, each of those 20 families was in dire need a year ago. Most of them have been on our list for several years. Are you sure you're not telling me a thing I don't know, Casey? But some of them seem to have struck it lucky somehow during the past year. But they won't be needing our help any longer. Well, I'm glad they've been so fortunate. <laughs> Even if I can understand how it happened. Yes. I'm going down to the city room. If Reed wants me, can let me know. Oh, uh, wait a minute, Axford. What do you want? Do you have a list of the families you visited? Oh, sure. They got it right here. There you are. Oh, thanks. Uh, the ones with the little closet beside it were the families that seemed to have plenty of dough to get along on. Oh, good. I'll give this list to Mr. Reed. Do what you like with it. But I'm through trapping around. If he can't take it. Oh, oh, that's too bad. They're such nice big ones, too. Uh, you and your corny jokes. Uh, you get that, Casey? Big feet, corny jokes. That's a snappy comeback for you. You get out of here. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> well, I'll take this list in to Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed. What is it, Mr. Reed? came in and brought this list with him. A list? Yes. Mr. Gunnigan sent him out to investigate the 20 neediest families. The ones from the Sentinel helped last year. Oh, yes. And this is a list of the families that Ashford visited this afternoon. Nine of them. There's something about that list that was peculiar. What do you mean? Well, those names marked with little crosses seem to have struck it rich, according to Axford. At least they're all living in solid comfort. Really? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Has six names marked that way. That's right. Oh, tell me, uh, do you still have the case histories on these families? Uh, yes, sir. I have them in my files. Well, leave them on my desk in the morning. I'll go over them when I get a chance. Oh, by the way, you might as well read out those Axford found in good condition. They won't be needing our help this Christmas. All right. You know, it seems strange to me that six of the neediest families a year ago managed to come out so well this year. 
Well, personally, I'm glad to know they could do it. Oh, I am too. I was just surprised, that's all. Well, they probably had more gumption than the rest. Some of those families have been on our list for several years. I know. And I'll be interested to find out if any of the fortunate six have been on our list for any length of time. Well, so will I. Well, I'm going to call it a day in this case. I'll see you in the morning. Yes, sir. Good night. Good night. Is there anything you want me to do here before I leave? 
Well, no. Uh, if you see two or three this afternoon, we'll have someone else finish the visits tomorrow. You'd better leave right away. Yes, sir. I'll leave right now. And I'll be back before 5 o'clock. Each one having confessed to a crime. You don't say. 
I'm sure it's a coincidence, isn't it? Well, it seems mighty funny to me. Yes. It might not be a coincidence, actually. What then? Well, if I knew, I'd tell you. Say no. Maybe I'd better tip Sarge to do a little investigating. To my way of thinking, all them guys that went to jail were in the same gang. And their wives know where they left some hidden stolen money. Oh, there. There you are. That settles the whole thing. Well, not exactly. As a matter of fact, though, there may be some connection between all those confessed crooks and some one man or some group on the outside. You got something there, Reed? Well, maybe. Mr. Reed, I was just thinking... Uh, go on, Miss Case. Well, wasn't that raggedy Ray Spencer involved in the payroll holdup case before Hooker confessed? Oh, he sure. Do you think Spencer's pulling something, Reed? Well, what I think doesn't matter. The main thing is that the police get proof. And from what I've learned about Ray Spencer, if he is connected with Hooker and the others, getting proof against him is not going to be easy. Continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. After finding out that several men from the neediest families in the city had confessed to crimes and gone to prison, with the result that their families began receiving money, Rick Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, waited patiently for the result of the police investigation. It was several days later when Axford phoned from police headquarters. Hello? Exactly. What's up? I got a cop headquarters. I was just talking to Sarge about that investigation. What's the result? Ray, they can't get anything out of any of those people. And Ray Spencer is laughing in their faces when they question him. Well, Spencer may not be involved, but if he is, as I said before, getting proof will not be easy. Sarge says he thinks there's something funny about the whole setup, too. But it's all so tight, they can't break it. I see. Well, if they do get any sort of a lead, let me know. Sure, Ray. That I will. See you later. So long. Goodbye, actually. Hmm. Looks like it will take unorthodox methods. I'll call Cato on the private line. Cato, I have a job for you to do. What I should do? You know Ray Spencer? Ray Spencer? I see his picture in paper open. The old Nightingale Club. Right. And he has his office there. I want you to take the small coupe and go over there. Shadow Spencer. Get to know by sight the men close to him. Be careful. What I try to find out. Find out if Spencer or one of his men pays a weekly visit to the slum district. Yes, sir. I watch carefully. Good. Report to me as soon as you find out anything. Goodbye, Kato. Goodbye, Mr. Bridge. It was almost six o'clock. Following afternoon, when Britt Reed returned to his office from a board meeting at the Civic Club. Any messages for me, Miss Case? Uh, yes, sir. Cato phoned and said to tell you that he had a very special dinner waiting for you tonight and wants you to be sure and come home. Oh, oh fine. Anything else? These letters are to be answered. Well, they can wait. And Astrid phoned with a brilliant idea. Well, let's have it. Well, he wants money to buy toys and to hire a Santa Claus outfit so he can appear as Santa at the settlement house on Christmas Eve. That I'd like to see. (laughs) (laughs) His way with children will make up for the Irish bros, though. Tell him to go to it. And last but not least, Gunnigan's been asking for you. He wants to discuss a new setup for the city page. Well, tell Gunnigan to work it out to suit himself. I'm tired. I'm going home. I'll see you in the morning, Miss Case. Yes, sir. Good night. Good night. 
Alec Reed went to his apartment where Tito, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. All right, Kato, let's have it. What did you find out? I find out big man who has flat nose and big ears always whispers her. Bodyguard, perhaps? Uh, that's what I think. This afternoon, this man, whom I learned go by name of Virgil, leave office and go to slum area. I follow. Good. Where did he stop? He go two places. I have names and addresses here. The last place he go is out on the west side of the city. Let's see those names. This is Tony Caretta, Water Street. This is Marty Hooker, West End Avenue. Cato, you really did get something. You recognize names, Mr. Britt? Yes. Both of these names were on our neediest families list last year. Both Tony Coretta and Marty Hooker are in prison. And both their families are living comfortably. What all that mean? It means Ray Spencer is involved in a deal somewhere. And I have a pretty good idea about the party plays. The police can't go around the law to force the issue, but the Green Hornet can. Let's go. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of the closet in his bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This building led to an adjoining building, which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as a hiding place for the sleek, superpowered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life of the war in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. Where we go, Mr. Brick? But first we'll go to Mrs. Coretta's and Mrs. Hooker's. Well, Mrs. Coretta live in the middle of next block. Now turn off into the back alley. Then we'll head for Hooker's. If they react the way I think they will, Ray Spencer will be stopped once and for all. Mrs. Coretta? Maria Coretta, that's me. It's dark in the hall, but why are you for me? I'll come inside. No, no. You won't come in like that. Kids are not good. Please, you're not worth it. I won't hurt you, you to do what I say. Give me the money you received this afternoon. Oh, you make a mistake. I'm not against the money. Oh, sure, sure, I gave it. I did. It's in our desk. You just did not swear on me. I gave it. All right, give it here. Maria, she not have the money for us to live. I... If you have any complaints, tell them to the man who sent me. Mr. Ray Spencer. Spencer? Green harness, but 
says Maggie hooking your butt, bucking up against her. Give me the money you received a while ago. So that's it, is it? Well, not a penny will I be given to the likes of you, so you can be taking yourself out of here right now. I'd hate to use this gun on a woman. But if you don't... Most of the I believe you would. I'm waiting. I... Oh, all right. I'll be giving it to you. Hurry. Now, quiet the foul team. You can have the money. But if you scare that innocent little babe, I'll be telling you apart. Go to no gun. Here's the money, you thieving devil. Thanks. Spencer said it would be easy to get. Hold on. Did I hear you speak of Mr. Spencer? Yes. You heard me. So he sent you here. Oh, it is a filthy game to be playing on me poor husband. But to St. Pat will bear me witness, I'll turn that center into the law. And you're with him, that I will. I'll call me St. Pat to be headquarters right now. Do what you will. Time for me to go. Good night, Mrs. Midnight when Sergeant Burke entered the press room at police headquarters. What's the news, Sarge? Is there anything to it all? Plenty, Ashford. You did well to hang around until you're going out with the other sea. Give it to me, then. Hold your horses. I gotta send a couple of the boys out. Cassidy! Yes, Take one of the boys with you and pick up Ray Spencer. Okay, right away. Ray Spencer? Why are you picking him up? We got a call from several women who claimed the harness came there and took back money Spencer was paying them. This is a bargain he made with their husbands. What do you mean? Spencer pulled jobs like that payroll holdup. Then got some poor starving guy with a family to take the rap. In return, he promised to pay a weekly sum to the wife. Get it? Holy crow. We got word that several of the guys have already seen the prison warden and retracted their confessions, putting the blame on Spencer. Wait, I got a call read. <laughs> Wait till he hears this. <laughs> Boy, I got a scoop this time. <laughs> so he thinks I don't bring in any news, huh? <laughs> He'll find out. Ah, <laughs> uh, sleeping. So what? Reed, this is Ashford. I might have known. Just when I get to street you, Ashford. Hold on, Reed. The cops are picking up Ray Spencer. He paid a lot of guys to go to jail for him. You know, those poor guys whose families were on our list. Well, what do you know? It was the green-hearted worker with Spencer who broke things open. He went to take back the dough from the families, the women's squad, and then the cops found out that the guys were... the story to rewrite. Well, not yet, but I'm drawing... Santa Claus, you're wasting time. Get the story in. Sure, sure, Reed, but I'm trying to... Uh, did they pick up the hornet yet? The hornet? <laughs> Now, hold on, Reed. Hey, don't you know it's a well, tough thing? Well, uh, call me when they do. Good night. Ah, Reed, Reed, I want to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did they pick up the harness yet, he says. Then call me when they do. Uh, sometimes I think Reed's losing what little part of mind he has. That I do. You'll lose what little job you have if you don't get that story into the sentinel. Holy crow. Give me that phone, quick. <laughs>
exciting story of the Green Hornets. 